This is the Gary V Audio Experience. What's your only one advice for a young entrepreneur? What's my one advice for a yeah, young only entrepreneur? One. My one advice. I mean, my biggest advice for an entrepreneur is if you're truly an entrepreneur, if you're not a wannabe entrepreneur, did you sell something before you were 12 years old? So like that already worries me, right? Like that's like a big question for me with entrepreneurs, but that's sales. So not every entrepreneur is just sales. So I don't necessarily, you're not totally eliminated, but you took a big debt, Max. But you know, that being said, if you're a true entrepreneur, I, back to that gentleman's point about, you know, I kind of felt his fire, like, you know, it's, it's very, I could never work for somebody else. If you're a true entrepreneur, I firmly believe that everybody in this room and everybody watching on Ustream and 99% of our society spends way too much time trying to be better at the things that are not, right? Oh, I'm not a good, I know entrepreneurs that are trying to learn how to code in Python, why? You know what I mean? Or like, oh, I need to be better at design, or I need to figure out how to be a better public speaker like you, Gary, why? If my biggest advice to an entrepreneur would be to not apologize, to just be an entrepreneur. If you're a real entrepreneur, then, you wanna, then you're more than happy to live in your mom's basement when you're 29 years old. If you're a real entrepreneur, you're more than happy to wear the same sneakers for the rest of your life because you're so obsessed with building your shit you know, it's so funny, I've gotten a lot of exposure, a lot of TV, and my friends now, you know, Facebook, all your high school friends come out, and everybody's writing on my wall, Gary, you're so lucky you were on Conan O'Brien, oh Gary, you're on the Today Show, oh Gary, I read how Big Wine Library became, you're so lucky. Do you know what I do? I go right back to their wall and say, Tom, I'm not lucky. Tom, let me paint you a picture. You remember senior year of high school and those four years in college when you guys used to invite me to go to the Jersey Shore and I said no? It's because I was working every fucking hour. I'm not lucky, you're fucking lucky. You went to the Jersey Shore, you banged some chicks, you drank some beer, life was good. You're lucky, you know? So, I would tell you that if you're a real entrepreneur, if you're sitting right now and you're a real entrepreneur, never apologize. Not to your parents, not to society. Execute on who you are. I probably do 99% of the world's deeds poorly. There's about four to six things I do well and all I ever do is really focus on that. LeBron didn't try to figure out how to do something different. Tiger Woods wasn't like, well, I suck at this. They fucking focused on what they were good at. If you know what you're naturally good at, execute harder against that. That is no question in my mind your biggest advantage in being successful because it's naturally already in you. Execute against that shit. For sure. Get as close to the sun of the thing that you want to be and you will win if you're capable. And you hear that, you know, now that I've gotten curious about it, you, I, you know, you start watching these documentaries or you dig into the successful people, the amount of people that started off as grabbing coffee for the guy or the gal they wanted to be and then became it. I would do that, my man. When I grew up, I wanted to be a clothing designer, kind of like Virgil and like Sean Withers. Yes. And I was wondering what would be your advice for me to achieve? Go intern for Virgil or Sean. Your whole life right now should be about getting internships from people that you want to be like. Because the closer you get to the sun, the more likely you could become it. Your whole life for the next eight years should be about interning for the people that you want to become. It's the number one move.
You understand? Cool. Do that. And you're gonna start with Virgil and Sean, and they're not gonna reply to your DM. But you're gonna let you're gonna hit up Jerry DiLorenzo, you know, could Lorenzo. Next, next, beep, next, next. But somebody's gonna say yes. And you start at the number 44 person you wanted. And the next summer you get the number 22 because you worked for number 44. Right? Champion wasn't fresh three years ago. Right? Yeah. So be smart. You understand? You're welcome. So I've been thinking a lot about like, you know how I always say get close to the sun. I don't know if you've ever heard me say that, but like go work for the person you want to be like. You know, like like for example, if you like fell in love with landscaping, can you do like a month's worth of homework and find seven or eight guys and gals who built the best landscaping businesses from scratch, from being the kid that mowed a lawn, and could you like cold DM them, LinkedIn them, and email them and say, I want to be your apprentice, I'll come and work for fucking nothing, and grind for a year, but I'd like to learn, and they're in like Alabama, and you're here, and you go down there for a year, do you see where I'm going? It, yeah. there, there is another, there is a different college where you get paid to fucking, learn wisdom that might take you 15 years to learn your own way, but you actually get paid to learn that wisdom in, over the course of two or three years. Molly, what do you want to do when you grow up? Do you know yet? It's okay if you don't, I'm just curious, do you? So to me, like, if you, like, when, when I hear that somebody wants to be the next Puff Daddy, or the next me, or the next whatever anybody wants to be, whatever, Whatever you want to be, at whatever level, right? I genuinely believe that you should spend all your time to try to go get an internship to be as close to that person as, if anybody here actually wanted to be the next me, I think that they should have tried to be the intern on my team versus an intern at VaynerMedia, I believe that. I genuinely believe the closer you can get to the sun of what you want to be, the more likely you'll learn. By relentless fucking pursuit. Especially. <laughs> I mean that. It's just the audacity to find the right balance. It's really actually interesting. It's not super different than David's question in some ways. How do you find the right cadence and balance to be aggressive without being fucking annoying? There's people that try to reach me every day, lots of them. Some of them immediately through their first three attempts go into I will never fucking interact with this person ever because it's coming from a bad place. I, I get to be the judge and the jury of that's what it tastes like. And other people win and eventually get their at-bats. There's, there's a kid I met today for five minutes. Like, some of these people tried for 15 times to get like, it's, it, to me it's like if you want it so bad. First of all, there may be 34 people that look like you want to be, right? So, you know, there may be 11 hip-hop business mogul people and you can go right down the line and try to hit up you know, Birdman and P. Diddy, you know, 50 times each, right? So, I think it's worth it, Ma, honestly. Like, I think it's worth it. You have to understand, the upside's greater than the downside. Like, to me. How do you make yourself stand out? You need to understand that person. Work for somebody for free. I'm telling you right now. Getting, listen to me, getting closest to the sun is where all the leverage is. People don't understand. Look, these two fucking guys are so much further ahead of every, his whole career is already made. How long have you worked for me? Two years. If he wants to work for Steven Spielberg, it's set. Like people don't get it. Get as close to the, people are gonna pay me $200,000 a year to work for me in five years. That's what's gonna happen when people understand. Right now, the biggest steal of all time 
is to fucking get Mark Cuban's coffee, to get PDD's shoes cleaned. Once you get into the vortex, if you're smart, I can tell you're smart. If you suck, then people get in and then they get out. But if you're good and you can get closest to the sun, it's over. First question is, what position did you play in high school football? Because you had, I mean, you had to play mm. high school. I played cornerback until uh, everybody realized I was dramatically too small and too slow to be successful. Somewhere around 14, I realized I was much more likely to buy a football team than to play for one. <laughs> Got it, okay. No, that's good. I, I just had an imagination that you might be like yeah. a linebacker or something. Just too small, man. Got it. DNA. All right. All right. You gotta execute against it. All right, good. Um, now, so the my, my real question is, um, so you've been working with brands now in your, with your media company. Um, are you are you kind of sorry that you've done that? Are you are you no. feeling? Are, are, so, how, what's the state of the so sort of? So client work sucks, right? Yeah. I mean, client work is like having somebody take a knife and stick it in your face, right? It's not interesting. It's a good overheard. I gotta remember that one. Um, you know, but I knew what I, I think way too many people do things without knowing why. You know, I think too many people. Oh, virtual currency's cool. Let me start a virtual currency business. Or, oh, mobile's big. I need to make an app. Or, wow, they, they follow trends. Oh, deal of the day. If Groupon passes on six billion, I'll make a niche one and I'll make a million dollars. I think you have to have purpose for why you're doing what you're doing. So for me, I knew why I wanted to start consulting. I felt that I had a tremendous sensibility for tech, startup, entrepreneurship, and I didn't really understand corporate. See, I'm not very good at reading and learning. I'm only good at doing it. I need to taste it. It's like wine. You could read about wine, but until you taste 60 different wines a day, you don't really know it, right? So I needed to taste it. I knew what was wrong with corporate. I wanted to understand how they justified it. You know, I wanted to understand the politics. I wanted to understand where they spent their money because I wanted to learn it because corporate America has a lot of money, right? right. Corporate will always spend. They have to. So for me, I wanted to understand it and I wanted to reverse engineer a product, something more scalable, eventually to them. And that's what I'm doing. You know, I've spent two years. I think the brands that work with us are very lucky because I'm really giving them my heart and soul and I think it's more valuable than what they're paying me. Um, and I, but I feel good about it because I'm getting what I want, which is I understand two years later, corporate, so much more than I ever could have in any other way and I know what to do with it. And knowledge is power and for me, the only way I can really grasp knowledge is living it. It wasn't fun. I had a lot of very smart friends email me and say, what are you doing? This is stupid. Like, that seems like a, such a massive step backwards. But I very much understood why I was gonna do it, and I'm very happy I did. Not to mention I figured out how to scale it, and you know, and VaynerMedia is a multi-million dollar business already, and much more profitable than Wine Library could ever be. So, you know, it's kind of interesting. As we end today's podcast, I wanna give a huge shout out to the people, you know, it's so funny. People that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, because uh, I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness. Uh, I'm gonna have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So take it away, which were our favorites this week? Thanks so much, Gary. Today's amazing five-star review reads, I believed in vFriends and regret not believing in myself at the time. Thank you for always being you. Thank you so much for that kind review. And to anybody else listening out there, if you leave us a review, you might just get shouted out in the next episode.